Hello and welcome into the Fantasy Focus CSS DFS show. Today's show is presented by Geico. Switch to Geico see all the ways that you could save. I am one of the S's. That is one of the C's. Uh, that was, yeah, you're the only C. The only yeah, C. yeah. Mike Clay, I am I Daniel Dopp. Our good friend Al Zeidenfeld, also known as Al Smizzle, here with us for Championship Week. Alvin, how you doing in Los Angeles this week? I'm a little under the weather, but you know what? At this time of the season, everybody is, and I've just got to play through it because it's the playoffs, and we just got to go. Yeah, that is that is accurate. It is a it is a toasty 43 degrees uh, here in Bristol, Connecticut, so we understand how you probably are feeling, Al. Yeah, and what, the 60s now? Yeah. So, uh, was it it was you, 45 you? degrees the other night at 3 a.m. here in London. Yeah, <laughs> how dare you? Oh, how dare you? All right, let's get into this. We got a lot to be able to talk about, and actually, it's not even a lot. We got four teams. Yeah, that's four it. teams and it's championship week. Mm-hmm. We are going to give you as many winners as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Our recap from last week. I barely beat Mike. Yeah, 120. Got me pretty good. Yeah, it got wasn't me too 20. bad. It was, it was, and you know what? In a shortened week, scores are a little bit lower. Yeah. Shout out to our friend of the podcast, John Carome, 17. I hope I said that right. John Carome. I think so. We're going to say that's we'll right. Go with it. John, congratulations. 153.18, friend of the podcast, stoked. John's been a long-time listener, so really glad that John was able to bring yeah, home a dub. Yeah, good job, John. All right. We're going to have one more league. Join our free league over uh, at DraftKings. Might have a Super Bowl oh, contest. Oh, we will have a Super yeah. Bowl contest This is second right. to last show, though. We're winding down. Um, $200 in free prizes at my huh? NFL, as we have been doing. I am at Daniel Dopp. Mike yep. is at Al Zeidenfeld. And let's jump into the quarterback position, Mike Clay, where you've got four quarterbacks to choose from. Which one are you picking as the guy you want to highlight? Yeah, yeah I do. And uh, I thought about going. Uh, I know I was going to talk about Joe Burrow in a second, a little foreshadowing. I thought about going that direction. He's a little bit cheaper than Jalen Hurts, but there are so much value with the Bengals here that I could just fill out a lineup almost completely a Bengals, Bengals, right? So uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. I know it is the 49ers defense, but we've seen them give up a lot through the air because they're so good on the ground and Hurts at 7,200 isn't going to crush you. He's cheaper than uh, Patrick Mahomes, actually $400 less. And I have them two with basically the same projection this week at 25.2. So of course, I'm going to take the discount in pricing there over Mahomes. Uh, You know, if if we erase, you you talk about floor with Jalen Hurts, right? Let's forget about the game coming back from injury against the Giants, right? Sure. He didn't run the ball. There was no design runs. That was schematic, it right? It was because clear that they were doing He that was clearly him. limited, right? Yeah. If we forget about that game, 20 or more DraftKings points in nine straight games. He's averaging almost 29 DraftKings points per game during a big sample. That is a big sample of games, nine straight games. That includes uh, last week. You know, we wanted to see him bounce back from that game where he was limited against mm-hmm. the Giants. How about three touchdowns and 23.6 points last week against the Giants? Only 24 pass attempts, too. They had that big lead early. He didn't have to throw the ball. He had like 150 passing yards. Still put up 23.6 because it's Jalen Hurts and he adds value with his legs and that offense scores touchdowns. Uh, you know, the Niners have not... They, they've lied the fifth fewest fantasy points of quarterbacks this season, but the schedule has been pretty light, honestly. Uh, they have not played a elite level uh, fantasy quarterback other than Patrick Mahomes. And what did he do? How about 423 yards and three touchdowns, almost 30 DraftKings points. That's so pretty good. That's the only really comp we have in terms of an elite fantasy quarterback. Sure. And obviously Mahomes delivered. I expect the same here from Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, this is going to be such a, this week is going to be such a fun week because yeah. it's oh, just yeah. such a condensed, everything mm-hmm. that we're doing here is more condensed, right? So the, the difference is between Jalen Hurts. It's tough. The idea is $7,200. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get all the things that you said. It's fantastic. Taking on the 49ers a little bit, like scares you a little bit, but 
it feels like he's a lock in the bank for 24 fantasy points every oh, yeah. single day, right? Yeah, he should hit 3x. Yeah. I mean, you just expect Hurts to get to 21. That's I mean, just what he's been doing. It is the Niners defense. You never know. Maybe they just show up, get a lot of pressure, and it's a disaster. But with what he does with his legs, and and this offense just scores so much. They're so, so productive. Much. We saw him just... I mean, everyone was... A lot of people picked the Giants mm-hmm. to upset the Eagles last week, you know, because they seem like the hot team. And the Eagles just... It's what we talked about last week, right? Just a better team, top to bottom, and dominated that game. This should be, I think they're better than the Niners. They're favored. They should win this game at home. That's not just my bias. Eagles, the Eagles fans. They, yeah. should, they should win this. I, game. I agree with you. If you've watched any Eagles game, this is, they've been really good. Uh, Al, let's talk the other game here mm-hmm. because we did mention Joe cool a little bit earlier and it's tough. Everything that he has been able to do this off season, this regular season. Now he gets to come in and take Patrick Mahomes who put up, what did you say? 407 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles. There's at least a shot against the Niners. Against yeah. the Niners. Yeah, sorry. Niner. There's at least a shot that Joe Burrow is going to have to come out and sling it again to all of his targets this week at only 6,800. I'm with him. Tell me why else you like him. So both of these games have a very similar total of like 47, 48 uh, points as an over under which is weird because you'd expect the Bengals KC game to have a much higher total because of how good both defenses are on the other side. We had the snow Burrow narrative last week. We have the Joe Burrow as the Mahomes killer narrative this week. He's racked up 982 passing yards, eight touchdowns in his three career games against the Chiefs. He also ran for 31 yards last weekend in the snow. Uh, The most narrative-friendly quarterback possibly in the league, and with the attention that they have shifted towards just forcing the ball to Jamar Chase since he came back from injury, over Mm -hmm. a 30% market share, Higgins taking a little bit of a backseat, Tyler Boyd taking a little bit of a backseat to Jamar Chase, and why not? Because Jamar Chase is really, really good and it's much easier on offense if you get the ball to the players who are really, really good. And Joe does a very good job of doing that. So $400 less than Jalen Hurts. You're not going to get the rushing floor and possible touchdown upside on the ground. But uh, I think he has a better opportunity in this game, probabilistically, of both teams scoring like 60 real-life points as opposed to the 49ers and Eagles uh scoring over 60 points. So shootout potential in this one, very massive for me. I love that. I mean, and and I think you're t- spot on, Al, because these two games, while they're going to be played out different, I could absolutely see Jalen Hurts is going to get a ton of usage. He's going to be able to run the ball. I, you expect a rushing touchdown because that's just what Jalen Hurts does. I don't, I don't expect him to throw 350 yards and three touchdowns, but Joe Burrow taking on the Kansas City Chiefs and what like that game script could be. Mm-hmm. You could see these two quarterbacks sort of get to the same spot by using two different. I just, this is going to be a really fun week. It's yeah. going to be a really fun week. These are all really yeah. fun teams to be able to watch. So it's going to be really cool. Yeah. Not many wrong answers either here. Yeah. You know, like there's yeah. four teams, right? Other quarterbacks to play this week. None. None. There's only four playing. So please, please <laughs> play one of guys. those two. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy, of course. And, uh, and, and some guy named Patrick Holmes, who's not fully healthy. You know, might uh, affect his rushing yardage yeah. in this game. I mean, he'll be fine if you want to pay up for him. But probably more of a tournament contrarian play than a cash, a safer cash play. Al, is that a fair thing to say? Understanding that he's coming off of a high ankle sprain, still managing stuff that like that would absolutely just be a contrarian play to go with the higher priced Mahomes here. I think that people are going to talk themselves into it uh, and not for bad reasons. It's just he's more expensive than Burrow and more expensive than Hertz. Uh, the possibility for him to have like a 35 point plus game while Burrow not doing that for way cheaper or Jalen Hurts not doing that seems so strange. I, I honestly think that Purdy is a better contrarian play than Patrick Mahomes is. Oh, mm-hmm. I never thought I'd say those words in that order. I love it. Let's clip that. Jackson, right. can you clip that and make sure we put <laughs> it as uh, the Al's pinned tweet <laughs> at Al Zeidenfeld? Damn it. 
let's move ahead and talk about the running backs because we have been talking all season long about these Kansas City Chiefs running backs. Mike Clay, are you going with Isaiah Pacheco or Jarek McKinnon if you're picking one here in this no, game? No, how about I'm going to go with McKinnon because he outsnapped Isaiah Pacheco 43 to 24 oh, that's a lot. against the Jags last week. And that was a game that uh, the Chiefs controlled. You would expect it to be more of a Pacheco game script than it was not. Uh, McKinnon is third in pricing at running back, but check the pricing. 2,600 less than Christian McCaffrey, 1,100 less than Joe Mixon. Again, he was the clearly back for this high-scoring Chiefs offense last week. Now, he only had 25 yards and had zero targets in the game, but 27 pass snaps, Pacheco only at 12. 11 carries to Pacheco's 12, mm-hmm. so clearly uh, a lot of extra work in the passing game. The targets will come. We've seen that from him all season. That, that just was a uh, schematic thing. You see that once yep. in a while. Not worried about the lack of targets. Uh, and... This is not new, seeing the Chiefs dedicate their their backfield to McKinnon in the playoffs. In three playoff games last year, 15-plus touches in all three, had at least 78 yards in all three of those games. Uh, And one little note, these teams played earlier this season. Mm -hmm. Chiefs running backs, 142 yards and two touchdowns. That wasn't that long ago. That was in week 13. So uh, McKinnon at 5,400, I think, is pretty good cash play. Yeah, love McKinnon. And like you said, he's the third highest-priced running back on the slate at 5,400. Gosh, big gap. All right, so let's talk. Are you going to go higher or lower than that when you want to talk about your tournament play here, Al? So I think that McKinnon's a great play. I think that uh, McCaffrey is fittable. You can fit McCaffrey, Kelsey, and Jamar Chase in the same lineup based on where the pricing is this week. So uh, knowing that, you're going to have to find value somewhere. And I think that Samaj P. Ryan is going to be a way off the reservation play in terms of his percentage. I got to get different somewhere. I think that this is a smart way to do it. Five catches last week, also had seven carries on the ground. He does bring with him some touchdown upside that the other uh, contrarian backs don't carry with him, and he saves you a lot of money at only 4,500. Obviously, the running backs have done well for the Bengals in their games against the Chiefs, whether it was Joe Mixon as the lead or Samaje Pirine as the lead in the games where Mixon wasn't there. But Pirine has carved out a role for himself on this team and has done very well in the passing game, which... Vibes very well with the scoring on drafting. So if he can sneak his way into the painted area, he makes for a fantastic contrarian play at a very low percentage this week with only two games. Only two games. All right. A couple of the running backs that we like this week. Joe Mixon, $6,500 taking on the Kansas City Chiefs and Christian McCaffrey, as we have just mentioned at 8K. It feels like mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey at 8K, even against a tough Philly defense. Still somebody... I, I'm going to try to find a way to put him in my lineup. Yeah. So you get 24 points out of him. That's not asking a lot. That's not. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's move ahead. Talk wide receivers. Al mentioned it when he was talking about Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase has looked really good lately. $7,600, Mike. Yeah. That's an understatement. Good lately, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, How about this? I've been projected for 24.6 DraftKings points. The next closest receiver is AJ Brown at 17.4. smokes. That's about uh, seven points. That's a huge difference in projection. So Chase just kind of lock him in the lineups this week. Three career games against the Chiefs. How about this? Week 17, 2021. So this is only going back about uh, a year, a little over a year. Okay. 11 catches, 266 yards, three touchdowns on 12 wow. targets. And then they played again in the NFC Championship last year. Nine targets, six catches, 54 four yards and another touchdown. Then they played earlier this season in week 13, 97 yards on eight targets in that game. Uh, he has been terrific. Last week, he had a dud five for 61 and a touchdown. That's Ugh. a bad day for Chase. Prior to that, seven or more catches in nine consecutive games. He gives you an unbelievable floor. Did you say catches or targets? Catches. 
you, seven plus catches, which is unheard of. I mean, that's like you guys don't do that. They that's just don't crazy. That's like a Cooper Cup, peak cup, Cooper Cup type stat. It's, yeah. un, it's unreal. Uh, during that span, by the way, of nine games, averaging 90.7 yards and 22.8 DraftKings points is nine touchdowns during that stretch. Chiefs eighth most fantasy points to receivers during the regular season. So uh, just not really concerned here. I mean, again, he had a that five for 61 and a touchdown, a down game in a game where they were controlling against the bills, right? He right. still came through in a game where they were just leading and, and running the ball and, and the volume wasn't as high as usual. It, lock him in. I mean, Joe's Chase is automatic right now. Absolutely. 100%. And the idea, I think we started this year where it was sort of like T Higgins and Jamar Chase was one, a one B towards the end of this year. It just feels like Jamar Chase is obviously the one and T Higgins is it's not even close. A T Higgins has had, I think it's like five straight games with a target share under 20%. Yeah. Uh, he, his, he's going the wrong direction. And who knows? Maybe they come out and they double up chase and Higgins has a big game. Sure. That's a way you can go in sure. a tournament, but in cash there's, I'm just not saying away. I mean, this is months now of just straight up dominance by chase. Totally with you. Find a way to put, Jamar Chase into your cash lineup, right. maybe even your tournament lineup. If I'm not being, uh, if I'm being honest, Al, let's talk about another wide receiver mm-hmm. here. Which way do you want to go from a tournament play? Again, only four teams, so getting contrarian is tough here. And finding value is uh, going to be the key to this slate to making things work out. Yeah. So, like Brandon Hike's 4,400. There's a lot of weapons on San Francisco. I also think that San Francisco is going to have to open things up a little bit offensively because. A lot of their games, when they get up on teams against Dallas, against Seattle, against Arizona, those are teams that really didn't perform well against them. Uh, Offensively, they didn't have to open up their offensive playbook all that much. But Philadelphia is going to score because Philadelphia is, in my opinion, the best team in the league. But they're going to have to open things up, which means that Brandon Ayuk is going to get more balls thrown his way. Now, yes, it's an extremely tough matchup. It's a cool action shot, though. a tough matchup at this point of the season. His ADOT has uh, got its improved for us, for fantasy, 12.2 with Brock Purdy under center, uh, a massive bump from the 9.1 that it was with Jimmy G, uh, quarterbacking the team. He leads the team in both deep catches and targets from Purdy this year. So with all the other shiny parts getting all the attention, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel with the game that he had two weeks ago, uh, and possibly even George Kittle, Brandon Aya comes in as a low percentage play this week that has big time upside. So I want to ask Mike a question about this because I, I, I'm with you. Brandon Ayuk, only $4,400, like mm-hmm. you said. Mike, all year long when we were doing the wide receiver cornerback matchup, which you write all season, we talked about this Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, football mm. is a war of attrition. Now that we're here in championship round, how's the secondary look? Is everybody healthy? What, are they, what does it look like? No, they're healthy. It's going to be Ayuk is mostly on the perimeter. So, you know, I, I almost mentioned this at the top. I got I made a, probably my mistake in my cash lineup last week was using a perimeter Giants receiver. You went Richie James, which worked out great. and was really the difference because I had Hodgins because he was just cheap and I, I put him in there. If I went the other way, I could have been right there with you or, or yep. even defeated you last week. Uh, that could be an issue here. You're going to have Ayuk on the perimeter. He, this could be a four or five target game against James Bradbury and Darius Slay. Uh, Debo, you're not really worried about. He does... When he lines up a receiver, he's outside quite a bit. Uh, you have Juwan Jennings in the slot, but they move him around all over the place, and he might have five, six, seven carries in this game as well. So sure. not worried about matchups with Samuel. It is a larger concern with IU. So this is part of it. I mean, and and we can go into other wide receivers that we like, but Debo Samuel, $5,700. That's $1,300 more than Brandon mm-hmm. Ayuk. So if you That's decide low. to go that route, you're definitely paying up a little bit more. We also like T. Higgins. T. Higgins is $2,200 cheaper than Jamar Chase at $5,400. Chase, $7,600. Mm-hmm. But for all the reasons that you talked about Yeah, earlier. as I mentioned before, I mean, it's just, like I just said, his target share has been down. That's why his price is so low. But again, we've talked about Burrow. We've talked about both running backs for Cincinnati. We've talked about <laughs> yeah. Chase 
and T. Higgins. And Hayden Hurst is, I don't even know if he's not on here, but Hayden Hurst is a guy you could plug in at tight end too. There's just everybody in this Bengals uh, in this Bengals team is a value play, honestly, Absolutely. this week. You could fill out a whole lineup just with the Bengals. I actually didn't have Samaj P. Ryan on my CSS DFS uh, bingo card for this week. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> when, when Al brought it up, I definitely lost that But he's one. right. I mean, especially in a tournament, you know, you want to separate Absolutely. yourself in a tournament, you have to have something to be different. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about tight ends, Mike. And there is one tight end that you know very well. The tightest of tight ends. Uh, that is Dallas... Dallas Goddard. That's right. That's who we're going with. Not Is a loose end there. Nope. Nope. Uh, and look, I, I know, you know, Al's going to talk uh, about the obvious play here. The one and only Travis Kelsey. That's hey. fine. Uh, big <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. Again, <laughs> how many times am I going to spoil his, <laughs> his picks today? But uh, look, Goddard's 4,100 third in pricing, uh, 1,100 less than George Kittle. So it's not even just the big gap from uh, the uh, 7,800 Travis Kelsey's going to cost you. He's also 1,100 less than George Kittle, but I have got it with a projection 1.4 higher. So I'm obviously going to go that direction. Uh, you know, if you exclude Goddard's week 10 game when he left injured and then week 16, he came back. I uh, didn't see much work in that game uh, in terms of passing game usage. But since that, or again, if you exclude those two games, a target share of at least 19% in eight consecutive games, a 24% target share during that span, which isn't terribly far off a guy like Travis Kelsey had a good game last week against the Giants in the playoffs, had a mm-hmm. touchdown, 58 yards in that one. Uh, the Niners are pretty good against tight ends, but Dalton Schultz scored a touchdown against them last week. They've allowed a, le- a tight end touchdown in three of their last six games. And also, just in general, like the Niners don't allow a ton of touchdowns, but they've allowed the 11th most passing yards this season. They're kind of mid-pack and catch rate and, and yards per attempt overall in the passing game, right? The efficiency there in, in that secondary hasn't been great. You think about how good that defense is. It's a lot of dominance against the run. They're kind of mid-pack against the pass. So I think uh, this Eagles passing game can can do things. Heck yeah, $4,100 like that a lot. And we saw, uh, why am I, I just was going to say Dallas got it. We watched Dalton Schultz right. last week do all of this to the San you Francisco yeah. 49ers. And I, you know, I think Dallas Goddard can do the same kind of thing. I'm here. With you. All right, Al. Sorry that mm-hmm. Mike did this. Every week is a Travis Kelsey week. Tell us why this week you like Travis Kelsey. Uh, quick question. Is this the playoffs? Yes. Yes. It is the playoffs. And this, I'm going to talk about Travis Kelsey also. Yes or no? Yes. yes. Okay. So uh, via a tweet, uh, put it perfectly, my old podcast co-host, Adam Levitan. Yeah, I know him. Travis Kelsey's last seven playoff games for the Chiefs. You know how they get too cute for us in the regular season? Mm-hmm. They get to the playoffs, and they stop doing that when they get in close. 14-98-2, and 1, 8-96-1, 5-108-1, 10 catches for 133, 13 catches for 118, and two touchdowns, 8 for 109, and one touchdown. So, like, yeah, it works. And I'm going to play him with Jamar Chase on the other side in the most beastly secondary stack of all time. Now, look, I think it's going to be extremely popular to do that. I do think that double tight end is more than viable this week as Mm -hmm. the cheaper tight ends, uh, even Kittle, uh, Hurst, or Dallas Goddard, as Mike talked about, make for an outstanding complimentary play. And when you compare them to the wide receivers opposite them at the same price points, they do tend to get more targets than those wide receivers. They don't have the big play upside, the downfield 50-yard, 60-yard catch upside, but they definitely get more volume, higher floor with a similar ceiling when the touchdowns are are in there. So Travis Kelsey is essentially just Jamar Chase in a bigger body 
on Kansas City when it comes to fantasy scoring in the playoffs. Yeah, the only thing is you're not getting any sort of tight end discount here. None. I mean, McCaffrey's no. eight thousand. He's seventy eight hundred. That's the top two price guys. Yep. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's rough. I mean, you're Jamar Chase. So we just talked about how absurd he's been for months. Is less the two hundred less than Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. So, um, but I'm with, I mean I'm with you. You you never have a problem starting Travis Kelsey. It's obviously. never not a Travis Kelsey week. It's of just course. some weeks are are better Travis Kelsey weeks than other. You got but it. This is one of those ones. All right. That's it for, uh, oh wait, do we have any other tight ends that we want to talk about? No, nope. no. Okay. <laughs> so with that being Lineups. said, let's get to the head to head part let's of the show. Mike Clay. It's going to be fun. All right. So here we go. I'm going Jalen hurts as mentioned a quarterback running backs, Joe Mixon and Jarek McKinnon, who I talked about uh, wide receivers, Jamar chase, Debo Samuel and AJ Brown. I'm going with AJ Brown at seven K. You can, you can have uh yeah, actually I like Devonte Smith too. He's a little cheaper. Uh, he actually is out targeted him since week two. So you have some options there. I'm going Kadarius Tony. That's where I'm saving a little money. I didn't have to really do much savings uh, in terms of a punt play. Tony at 3,700s a uh, bit of one, but he's clearly a big part of that offense. I'm fine with him. Even if Michael Hartman appears in this game, uh, Dallas Goddard's a tight end in the Eagles defense. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I got confused for a second because I was like, you're running a two tight end stack. You're not. We just, we just <laughs> yeah. swapped the, we just yeah, swapped the okay. two. Um, all right. So with that being said, my lineup for this week, it's going to be somewhat similar, but different. Oh, I got, okay. I got Joe Burrow under center. I like it. Okay. I got CMC and Jarek McKinnon. I'm going with Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Juju Smith, Schuster, okay. Dallas Goddard, Kadarius, Tony. Look at me. I'm fading Travis Kelsey. You are going with Juju Smith, Schuster, Kadarius, Tony. I got the Philadelphia defense. We'll see. We'll see how I feel about this. I put this in earlier. Uh, this was yesterday. Yep. I want to sit on this for another day or two because I think there are some spots, especially in looking at your lineup, where I can maybe do a little bit of massaging and find some of the guys that I like. But there is some value here. Even though there's only four teams, there is value here this week to be had. Yeah, that's sharp. And I mean, if uh, Kelsey does have a, you know, they double him up and he has a down game, three for 30, you have all the other guys in there. Uh, that's, you know, McKinnon, sort of Smith-Schuster, Kadarius, Tony. Smith-Schuster's been a very uh, disappointment the last month. Super. For sure, the targets are just gone, so that worries me. But uh, well, all right. Maybe I find a way to move on from Juju Smith-Schuster, try to find a T. Higgins play hey, in there. Maybe. But, Al, give us your tournament lineup here. So I wanted to try very hard to get extremely different okay. with this lineup. So uh, I got a little creative, went with Joe Burrow, Miles Sanders, and... Uh, Samaj P. Ryan at running back. Jamar Chase was always going to be in there. T. Higgins, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, who, as Mike said, uh, has been a little bit of a disappointment, but like that's when I want to get back on the train. Uh-huh. Two-game slates, short slates, you have to capture the touchdowns. We know that he's had big games in this offense before uh, and runs a ton of routes for this team. George Kittle to get a little bit more different with the double tight end. Travis Kelsey, as I said, the most powerful secondary stack uh, possible in this slate, and I've got the Bengals defense at 2300 to kind of make it all work. I do have a little bit more money at defense if I wanted to change that up. Bengals defense taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. All mm-hmm. right. All right, that's it. All right, Al. I mean, listen, you got a lot of guys from the same team. Yeah, that's, you got a lot that of makes guys a difference. That's, yeah. that's what makes it that's, that's what makes thing. it different. Yeah. All right. Uh, like we said, at Al Zeidenfeld, at Mike Clay NFL, at Daniel Dopp, Please feel to feel free to follow us. We have a tournament that we're going to play in. It's going to be a ton of fun. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Are we going to be back next week? We'll be back next week. One more Super Bowl. And next week is going to be a Super Bowl show, not a Pro Bowl show. We are not doing a Pro Bowl slate. Just yeah, are they even doing? I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm not even sure what they're doing there because it's it's not the Pro Bowl anymore. Anymore. It's like the skills competition. But we'll be back next week, next Thursday for the Super Bowl. We love you guys. Don't forget to love each other. Please be kind to yourself. We'll see you next Thursday. Good luck this week. 
ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. 